Okay, so this is actually part two. If you want to listen to the first part of this conversation that we posted last week, check it out in our feed. And if you already listened to that, you don't need this. Hope you enjoy the episode. So you know. Yeah, I've got more TV. Uh, I have, it was something that I'd been meaning to get on forever. And I finally had the time because I think that's part of what this is as well as finally having the time. I had finally watched Twin Peaks. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you were talking to me about this, like you would text me about it. Yeah. yeah. And just, I, I just want to, I just want to take a minute to gush to gush <laughs> uh, w I know you're I know you're I know you're listening I know you don't like what you've seen from David Lynch but I think if you gave this a try you might like it or you might not I don't really care I just want to talk about Twin Peaks <laughs> yo and I want to it's fun oh man I really need to I I want to like rewatch all of it just so I have more um like fresh like just so it's more fresh in my mm-hmm. mind for me to discuss with you because I think it'd be fun to have like a, an episode like just talking about it but yes dude gush I want to hear your stuff just uh just the original Twin Peaks okay the first two seasons yes are beautiful they and, combine yeah. Lynchian weirdness with just the charmingest characters you've ever met. Oh, yes. Love me some Andy. Cooper is an icon. We yes. all know this. It's great. It is so yeah. fun and weird, and I love it. I I enjoyed the episodes that everyone points at as the bad ones from season okay. two. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I do agree that they are of lesser quality, but I think they, they are fun Every episode has something fun in it, even if it's not one of the good episodes. Yeah. And if you look at the stuff that comes up later in the in the franchise, it's all built off of the mythology set up in those episodes everyone points at and being like, those are the bad ones. Mm-hmm. But they're the episodes where it's like, ah, Black Lodge, White Lodge, all that stuff becomes super important later. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and man. I love that. I love that when David Lynch revisited his work later what he wanted to pull from wasn't necessarily the quote-unquote good stuff yeah so you've got this great two seasons of television that are charming and delightful and full of coffee and donuts and pie and lots of fun and then you get the film firewalk with me and it is so dour and fucked up (laughs) grungy and dark yeah I and loved it. and lynchian in his film sense and then you get the return which is a completely unique thing in its own right as well oh yeah and it yeah. touches on both and it touches on other things that he's interested in and just the fact that he was able to take his original work and keep redefining it as he goes as an artist and never do we sit there and go oh this doesn't work i just 
loved it it's yeah oh god i like the 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 return for me because it's the most recent twin peaks thing that i've consumed mm-hmm. um is it's just it's fresher in my mind but i really i loved what it did with twin peaks and i'm just gonna say because everyone was so happy that the return happened there was this reviewer that uh he was taught talking about it and he literally said like I don't even care if I like it or if it's good. I'm just happy that he's doing what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I love that. Yeah, but and yeah. that's how you should feel about artists creating is the fact that like, oh, they're just making what they want. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. And Lynch, like, he's one of my filmmaker uh, heroes. Like, mm-hmm. he's, I love that guy so much, man. And uh, I'm a really big fan. I know not a lot of people liked it. But I'm a really big fan of of, of Firewalk. It it has found its audience. You know? It's just when it first came out, it didn't quite make sense to a lot of Twin Peaks fans because they hadn't seen stuff like Blue Velvet. Yeah. You know, so to them, it was like, oh, what is this weird, strange, violent, sexually deviant stuff? Yeah, yeah. It's very dark. Yeah. Where's Andy? <laughs> Where's Andy? <laughs> and I will, I will, like, yo, fight me on this. Cooper is a television icon. Fight me. Oh, a hundred percent agreed. Yeah, like anyone out there who disagrees, uh, I don't care. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, oh, fucking man. love it. And just, I had tried watching Twin Peaks years ago. Years oh. ago. Okay. And I watched the first episode and I was just like, I don't want this now. That's that's fine. That's completely yeah. understandable. Yeah. And it took me years to get back to it because it got taken off of Netflix. Yeah. Oh, whatnot. yeah. So, but I think that I watched it, The you know, watching it in 2020 was the time I needed to watch it to get the best experience out of it. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, what, were you a Lynch yeah. fan back then? No, I hadn't seen any of his stuff yet. At that point? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. But that's the thing, like now I'm more into his stuff. I've you know, I had seen some of his films, you know, I still got more to see, but you know, I'd seen some of his films at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm more into surrealism now than I ever was. Yeah. You know, I I love, you know, stuff like Beyond the Black Rainbow and Upstream Color that are built around the idea of vagueness in your media and not that's, giving answers yeah that's sort of di- how david lynch likes to tell his stuff and yeah yeah and um i love that because i i feel like twin peaks was so um iconic because it it treads so many fine lines and i'm gonna say this perfectly Mm-hmm. It, it does like the surrealism perfectly it does the soap opera perfectly it does the sitcom perfectly it does like the americana you know type mm-hmm. thing it all it, it jump it juggles all of these with such precision you know and it, it and you can easily fuck any of those up but oh, lynch yeah. and mark frost did and that. their entire team yeah the entire creatives just, yeah perfect job on everyone's part man seriously and you know the like i said there are there is a stint of weak episodes but that's like it's gonna happen and that's fine whatever and you know i i like to think 
about it and just be like, what would have happened if we had gotten a season three after season two and what that show would have been before the return instead of the return if it oh, hadn't instead. gotten canceled oh okay 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 and i think about that and there there would have been some really interesting stuff in there but at the same time like the return is so weird and unique unto itself that's like i would never give that up no way man no way i and i'm with you like i i do i do there there are like there's two schools of thought and the thinking like i do i would love to see what um the team would have done like soon after you know season two and uh, season one and two and like fluid right after that mm-hmm. right in those same time frames but it's also great to know that lynch had all this time to evolve to to learn to grow and then you get this new like twin peaks like from a, an, an evolved like grown artist mm-hmm. and it's like oh my god this is better than i imagined for me at least i was like holy shit yeah and when i first watched the return i was in the the case where i i looked into this after and a lot of people were like this where they're just like why aren't we getting to coop sooner i want coop i want him in twin peaks i want that classic thing but when you think about it more after you you realize like but this isn't coop's story until the end when he comes back it's kind of the story of how david lynch trolls you with dougie and it's just him doing what david lynch does best which is just i think this is interesting and i'm gonna do it and why the hell shouldn't he you know and a big part of his sense of humor if you look at his work is things that take longer than they should there's a scene in Eraserhead where he gets into an elevator and then just stands there until the doors close. What? Only, like only that, that's Lynch David Lynch. Yeah. That. Yeah. In in the in the Return, uh, there's a scene where Albert and Gordon Cole are waiting. You know, Gordon was having drinks with this woman, and it takes her forever to put her shoes back on and to get up and to sip her wine and to say goodbye. It's like a five-minute scene. And you know what? I'm okay with it. Wait, you watched yeah. Eraserhead? No, but I've seen that elevator uh, scene. Okay, okay, okay. But, but, yeah. Yeah. No, we're, we're, yeah, when I watch Eraserhead, we're we going to talk about it. it. Don't you worry, don't you worry. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, sorry, no, continue. Yeah, but that's that's David Lynch's sense of humor. It's it's something and seeing how long we can go about it, and that's what the return is. It's doing that with Dougie for almost the entire series. It's like how long can we keep cutting back to Dougie being confused? Oh man, I, I love it. I, I I think like honestly, us talking about it just makes you want to like just rewatch everything. Fucking like do it. The, Oh man, how did you, you watch it online? Like uh, you downloaded or streamed it? I I watched it in a completely legal way, and we'll end the conversation there. Sounds good, but yeah, <laughs> I really have to. <laughs> I really have to. Um, I really, really want to get like I really want to vi- revisit that whole world, man. Twin Peaks is Jesus Christ, it's great. It's so goddamn good. Anyway, and I love I, that there's a prequel in there. 
like Firewalk with me is the prequel, but you have to watch the series first. You Dude. can't watch yeah. it in chronological order. You have to know what happened in the series. Yeah, because it's some pieces. Yeah. It is some, like somehow the events of Twin Peaks, the series, affect Firewalk with me. Yeah. Yeah. In ways but, that like you have to But I love that. I love that. It's a prequel that you have to watch after. Isn't that amazing? I love That's it. amazing. Yeah. It's just But oh wait, I have a question. Just a, a small like veer off. Have like um movies that like do have the prequel come out after, mm -hmm. do you revisit them in uh in in uh like storytelling order after? sometimes i do like i, I enjoy yeah. doing that like i think i mentioned this in my indiana jones video but i might not have but uh, if you watch the indiana jones movies in release order it is uh raiders then temple of doom is a prequel mm -hmm. and then uh last crusade is a sequel to raiders yes but if you watch them in chronological order uh temple of doom then uh, Raiders, then Last Crusade, you see a character arc. You see him evolve as a person. And, oh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. And I, and I think stuff like that is cool. Yeah. Because I, I don't think I've ever... I don't think I, I've done that where I've, I've actually, like, watched it in story order as opposed to, like, release order. Yeah. You know what's actually a good ordering to do things? Uh, it's, it's popular online... Uh, I think I can't remember what it's called. It's the machete cut, the machete order for Star Wars. The 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 six movies, the the three original films, and the prequels. Mm. How they tell you to watch it is you watch four and then five, okay, and then one, two, three, and then six. Really? Yeah, because and you know. This, this is just a fan thing that people have come up with. This isn't like the official watching order according to anyone. No, 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 yeah. Yeah, but the reason why is you watch four and five because five ends with the, uh, you know, I am your father moment. Yes, yes. And you don't want to ruin that twist. No. And then you watch one, two, and three as a flashback to understand how he became Darth Vader. And then you watch six to see his redemption. Okay that kind of makes those uh, prequel episodes probably better, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, th those movies have their problems, I think. <laughs> and I plan on doing a video about this at some point. Yeah. Where I think that, because I think the prequels have great ideas in them. Mm -hmm. You know, but just horrible execution. Yes. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> yeah. And I just I just need to find the time to really focus my thoughts yeah. into a proper script on that. Because I feel like while that isn't controversial to say, like I really want to put forward the best version of that mm -hmm. as a as a Star Wars fan. So yeah, gotta work nice, on man. that. God, I can't wait for that because I think that'll be really interesting. Um, so yeah, Twin Peaks, um, brilliant, uh, everything about that show. Mm -hmm. Um, a big shout out to episode eight of The Return. Oh, yeah. Just oh. the best moment of television. 
again i can think us. of like yeah fight us <laughs> and not just all the the crazy stuff that it does because it it's fantastic in the fact that it you know does the whole black and white stuff and it, the that's all great and you know huge kudos to that but i love the fact that they had a little bit of regular show at the beginning mm-hmm. and the seven episodes prior what they had done was they had an episode and then at the end a performance by a band during the credits yeah and in episode eight they have like five minutes of show a nine inch nails performance yes always good. you know indicating yeah. that this episode is done and then just here's just weirdness after i love, love that it. they broke the format i love doing it chromatics that. also show up too i oh my god so good oh man um yeah okay we're gonna see i, I really i really want to <coughs> rewatch the show and we gotta just base a whole episode on this because there's so much to discuss we need to do it hell yeah yes um so i'm gonna barrel roll right in here and mm-hmm. say um for me the next thing after like directly after dark for me was uh the nick because you were very nice enough to well you had already lent me season one fucking like ages ago um and and i like this that was a show like i knew i was gonna like but i just for whatever stupid reason i just didn't get on it quick enough and you and the w met everyone in the fucking world was like dude it's two seasons just sit down and fucking watch it It, you're not gonna regret it you know i was like i know i'm not gonna regret it i just need the you know i need to just do it you know Mm -hmm. and literally what better time than pandemic right so finally i i I go to my fiance and i kind of just hold up the nick dv the blu-ray and i was like Yo, like Norton lent me this like three years ago. Do you want to just like finally watch this? And she's like, yeah. So we started it and we could not stop. And then I finished season one and I was like, Nort, uh, you need to give me season two immediately. And again, you were nice enough to come all the way to my neck of the woods, do a trade off for season one, gave me season two. (laughs) And uh, I just we bulleted through that is okay so obviously um as you can tell i'm a huge nick fan um this is really great oh it's 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 so fucking good seriously i like i understand why everyone was like yo seriously just give this move like give this show a shot you know like give it a shot and it was so good it's so damn good it's that's one of those shows where like sometimes i'm like on my breaks at work i'll i'll just kind of go on youtube and revisit some of my favorite clips oh hell yeah yeah right and uh because it's a everything about it is so damn good all the way down to the music which is by you know one of our heroes drift cliff martinez my Um, boy yeah uh who does just a phenomenal unexpected job because it's like a period medical drama thriller type sometimes um but it's a drama for the most part um and you'd think like it would you know be music of that time because it's a period mm-hmm. show but it, it's it's um it's all like synthy you know yeah um and it perfect. really it really creates this interesting atmosphere because it fits 
and it I does. Think part of why it fits is because that sort of electronic synthy vibe really goes hand in hand with the breakthrough medical discoveries they're making you know yes because a lot of the show deals with like invent like not inventing but uh but uh coming up with uh new ideas especially like you know with thackeray or um i love that um jesus his name is really tough but i'm gonna uh, like his character's name um algernon algernon edwards yeah 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 i love like that he starts doing his own medical procedures on Mm -hmm. you know african-american uh, uh, um, patients because they're not getting the attention that they deserve yeah. so he's like fuck this I'm going to do it kind of behind the backs of my peers mm-hmm. um, and I love that I love that and uh, Gallinger stares the fucking shit out of me <laughs> yeah that, that performance is fantastic because you really hate him oh god I but there was a there's a there's a scene uh, I believe it's in season yes it is in season one where Edwards cannot, he's not allowed to do a procedure, but he is allowed to walk Gallinger through it. Um, and Gallinger, I don't know, I forget what they were doing, but um, Algernon is giving, Algernon is giving uh, Gallinger like the step-by-step, like, okay, you have to use this and you have to cut this and tie this. And then he just stops. And, and then Gallinger's kind of like, he looks at him and he, he, you know, he's like, I don't have time for your games, you know? And then Algernon, instead of getting pissed, he kind of just gives this smirk, like, yeah, like, I'm not going to fucking tell you thing, anything more. And it was mm-hmm. so, it's like, yes, that was so fucking good. How, how he needs Algernon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck you, Gallinger, you piece of shit. <laughs> fucking piece of shit oh god and all the characters in the nick are so fantastically interesting you know because you've got the the doctors Mm -hmm. then you've got nurse elkins you've got uh the people running the hospital you've got the the everyone is just so fantastic and everyone is so perfectly cast and i want yes i 1000 percent agree with you I will say that this is one of those shows where everyone, well, every, everyone is crooked, but like most people are good and bad. Like you have Gallinger who's just bad. He's not good. But you have mm-hmm. Algernon who is, he's, he's a good guy, but he's, he's got his flaws, you know, he's got, yeah. he's, he's crooked in some sense because every time something bad would happen to him, he would take out his anger on other African-Americans. Yeah. Plus, you know? uh, spoilers for season two, you find out that he has a wife that he abandoned. Yes. Yes, like, there you go. Like, there, everyone in it is shades of gray, except for Gallinger, who is just mud. Like, fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. But yes, I agree with you. Everyone is not just black and white. It's just there's so much complexity to everyone. Mm-hmm. So much like dimension. Like in Thackeray, like who is like this, you know, the show's poster boy. He's um he's kind of the main person we focus on. But he's not the only person we focus on. There's so many other people, but mm-hmm. um, it really is an ins- it's it's an ensemble led by Clive Owen's character. Exactly, exactly that. Um He's he's a really interesting character because he's 
you know, he's he's on the verge of doing all these serious breakthroughs, but he's a racist and he's kind of learning to not be a racist and he's a recovering addict, but you know, he's trying to tackle addiction and I lost Norton. I'm what still happened? here. It's oh, just I, my, my camera battery died. I'm switching the battery. Keep talking. Okay. But yeah, I, I, I love that dynamic. And then we learn about um, nurse, nurse Elkins who, uh, who, you know, ends up getting kind of tied with Thackeray and, you know, kind of, she has her own demons, you know? Oh, man, the I got episode with it. her dad is so good. I was just going to say, dude. When her dad gets his rightful, when her dad gets his rightful comeuppets, so satisfying. <laughs> oh hell so, yeah! So satisfying. Fuck that piece of shit. And we're back. <laughs> we never yeah. really left. <laughs> no, no, I know. <laughs> but yeah, no, that uh, show is fantastic. I can't wait for more. It, wait, it's it's actually happening. Apparently, uh, uh, Steven Soderbergh is not going to be no, directing yeah. anymore but that was his yeah. plan he wanted to do two seasons and then hand it off to someone else yeah and then they got canceled but now they're in development for more uh it'll be algernon edwards story now in the same yeah. vein that it was thackeray's story but it was everyone's it's yeah the algernon story with wherever he ends up being and is being developed by barry jenkins Oh, I'll watch that. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that, and that I makes sense because fantastic. Yeah, and they they have already a rapport from Moonlight, mm -hmm. and I think Gilt Street. No, he was not on that. Okay, no, I haven't seen that movie. You should. I will. I will. Um. Uh. But yes, I'm gonna I, add that to the list of things to make you watch for the show. Sick. Um. But yeah. Um. I. I. Uh, I didn't. I thought it. Uh, like I thought it was like concluded like on their on their part, like okay, two and that's finished. But uh yeah, I, I'm I'm down I'm obviously down to see what they're gonna do with Algernon and of course what Barry Jenkins is gonna do. Mm -hmm. Cause he he's a he's a director who will make it his own. Yeah, I'm just thinking like cause Steven Soderbergh had his own like view, like not view, but like aesthetic and vision. Mm -hmm. So I really want to see how that's going to translate through Barry Jenkins while he makes this his own, his own project. Yeah. You know, shit, that's going to be so interesting. I'm so down for that. I I really hope it comes together. Me too, me too. Because the Nick is just all the brilliance, mm -hmm. and I'm so happy that I finally, like, finally just just said, yeah, okay, I'm going to do it. Like after all, like I'm so happy you guys like like always pushed me, but like I'm so happy I finally like just did it, you know. I made a whole video on the Nick just to fucking call you out on not watching it. <laughs> That's what that was the final push, like because it was my first time watching that video that you made, and then at the end or sometime in the middle, we were like, I'm really hoping like Anthony that you watch this because like I think like it, like some part of this video is for you. I was like. Oh man, he made a video for me and now I have to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> when I made that, I was like, okay, Anthony is either going to see this video and, you know, finally watch it, or he is going to be embarrassed that I called him out and I'm going to have to apologize. <laughs> no, no, no. That like, but again, it was, it was always on my to-do list. I just, sometimes I take longer 
doing things you know i just i need a big push sometimes and i'm so happy that like i just i just did it because it was so damn good god damn yeah so good and like that's the whole point of this podcast too is us just being like hey that thing i've been mentioning yeah <laughs> Love that. but yeah man the nick and we're gonna i want to uh further explored on another episode but right now yeah. we're just touching like lightly mm-hmm. but yeah the nick holy shit what a journey i love it next okay. what's on if, yours? i'm just gonna say if they make yeah. more seasons of the nick i want to watch it every week and do a segment on the show on each episode okay like the algernon like, thing you mean yeah if they yeah less thing if 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 more comes out we're going to, for that 8 or 10 or 13 weeks that that show is airing, we are going to have a segment of the show every week for the Nick. Fuck yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hells yeah. Yeah. All right. Next. Do you have any more TV that you've yes. been consuming? One more. Go for it. Oh, okay. I, I don't have any more TV on my list. Okay, okay. Um, the last thing that I watched with my fiance and the last thing I'll be discussing, uh, is I finally watched the show Fleabag. Uh, oh, that's on my to-do list. Oh, God damn. I think that's, it's just two seasons and it's, it's finished. Like it's, it wasn't canceled. It's just, it's done. Yeah. Um, British shows, man. That's what they do. Exactly. Yeah. UK just like super to the point and they kill it there. I love it. Um, but yeah, that show is uh, it's one of those like cases where like I, th- I think I just watched a perfect TV show. Mm. Like everything flowed together beautifully. It ended beautifully. It doesn't end how you want. It doesn't end how the character wants. It ends how everyone needs. And it's it's such a journey. And goddamn, it just. For me and my fiance, like we related to it like much more than we ever thought we would, which is why it hit so hard. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was kind of just a, a really perfect cathartic show, considering there's so many moments in the show where you're like, "Don't do that! Don't do that!" She fucking did that, you know. But yeah, um, yeah. So I, maybe some point I'll base an episode on Fleabag, like if you when we when you watch it. But uh, like seriously, you you gotta watch it, man. It's so goddamn good. Holy fuck! Did did you hear about the thing, Phoebe Walder Bridges? What's her name? Phoebe Walder Bridge. Yeah, yeah. Phoebe Walder Bridge. What? What's her name? (laughs) It's because I'm confusing her with someone else. Phoebe Bridges. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the singer. Uh, No, no, you had her name right. You had her name right. Yeah. yeah no. Have Have you heard what she's doing next? Apparently, no. But now I need to. Uh, she is making a TV series adaptation of Mister and Mrs. Smith. I'm on. That she in. is going to write and co-star with Donald Glover. Yeah. Whatever. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I don't even care. I'm in. I don't. I don't know why they decided to do this, but. I'm happy that they Hells decided yeah. to do this. Yeah, I'm in. I don't even care. I'm not going to watch a teaser. I'm not going to watch a trailer. I'm just, first day it starts. It starts. I'm in. <laughs> I'm watching it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They did a weird announcement thing mm-hmm. uh, earlier this year 
where like it starts off with a video and it looks like Donald Glover is going to do like a, a TikTok dance. Okay. Then right as he's about to start, it cuts to her and she's about to do another weird TikTok thing. And then it cuts to, it just says Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, that's, I have to, I have to find that. Oh God, that's amazing. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. It's like, oh God. Uh, the internet has really changed how we advertise and consume content. It's true. Jeez. Oh God. Oh my God. That's funny. But yeah, anyway, so, sorry. So that's it for me. Um, mm -hmm. Movies, I mean, uh, I feel like we've covered the movies that I've watched, especially like I've, I've watched like movies, but I've, all, I've done a lot more TV watching, mm -hmm. catching up on shows that I had to watch or that I wanted to watch, whatever, you know. So I, I literally took this whole pandemic as a, as a chance for me to catch up on stuff that I really needed catching up on. Olivia Coleman is in Fleabag. Yes. Oh boy. Now I'm even more excited. Yeah, 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 man. It's a, it's a stacked cast full of just brilliant, brilliant performances. Yeah, because I know Andrew Scott is in it, and I'm a big fan of him. Yeah. He he's a terrific actor. Oh yeah, no, he's so good in this. Oh god. <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, yeah. I'm out of TV as well. And like I said, like a lot of the movies cool. I watched, we've talked about. That's just it, yeah. But I do have, I got into a bunch of internet content as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, some stuff we've talked about, like uh, Welcome to Night Vale and Alice Isn't Dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As well as our friend's podcast, uh, The Gentleman Sports Corner. New episodes every week. Exactly. Uh, yeah, no, I started listening to them. Uh, I I did not listen to their show because I'm a douchebag, and I was like, oh, I can't, like, I I couldn't listen to my friends on headphones in my ears. It it was weird. It made me uncomfortable in ways that I couldn't explain. I I, then, I completely yeah. get that. Yeah. But after uh, enough time of not having friends anymore because of a pandemic. Being able to once a week listen to Maddie and the W just this troll each other. Yeah. Yeah. Troll <laughs> each other. Troll our friend David as well. Oh, poor guy. David Macri. <laughs> he has videos on YouTube. Gonna plug everyone. Go check it out. <laughs> New videos every week. <laughs> that is not his release schedule at all. <laughs> I, I know, but it's just, it's the gentleman's sports corner, so <laughs> But yeah, so I got into them. So if you like talks about uh, movies and sports, listen to the Gentleman Sports Corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go support so them, man. Yeah. Yeah. But I also got into other stuff. Shoot. Uh, I am now an avid watcher of the Try Guys on YouTube. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know okay. Who they are. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I was yeah, just like, oh, you know. Yeah. In BuzzFeed? Yeah, they were BuzzFeed personalities. Then they left and they started their own company. And just, I don't know, like, I watched one of their videos at random, and now I'm addicted. I was like, oh, BuzzFeed people. It's like, oh, no, they're so charming. They're so delightful. They're the exact opposite of toxic masculinity as well. 
They are just oh, I love it. Just oh, so good. Yeah. Sweet little boy men just having a time and just trying to be the best people they can be and trying to be as silly as yeah. they can be. The way and, everyone should be, by the way. But, yeah, yeah, it's 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 fantastic. They are uh, really good, really funny. Uh, you can see a really tall man eat way too much fast food. Are we talking about the chicken nuggets? No, I, don't, that's a... I have no idea what you're talking about. No, uh, one of them... Oh, okay, uh, that's another video then. <laughs> one of them has a series he does regularly where he'll eat everything from a restaurant. In one sitting? Well, he'll, he'll try everything. Oh, okay. He won't, like... Like, one of their early episodes is like, ah, I ordered everything from Taco Bell, and I'm going to try them all and tell you what's best. Did he get triarrhea after that? Yeah, probably. Oh. Well, like, like, he even says on, like, an episode of, like, their podcast, and he's like, I go to the doctor more now, just to make sure <laughs> I can keep doing this. <laughs> I, I frequent the doctor a little too more, a little too much. <laughs> Which is the responsible thing to do, you know, if you're going to do that, like, don't at just least, destroy your body. <laughs> yeah, at least make sure all the, the inner workings and the machinery is all, you know, yeah. still working good. And, <laughs> you know, like eat healthy and moderate when you're not doing this oh christ that must oh god anyway i would never ever even attempt that mm. oh god but yeah i i i uh i've watched like uh you know an odd video by them here or there mm-hmm. um i find them fun yeah, yeah. I, like yeah. you said they're just a charming bunch of dudes like just mm-hmm. being silly and fun yeah uh, and but like they're also not afraid to get serious either no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the, they'll, they'll seriously talk about, you know, they put out a, an hour and a half video, essentially a documentary mm-hmm. about the uh, rise in uh, anti-Asian racism that has Cause happened because of, of COVID. Yeah, and, like, there's always been Asian racism because yes, there's yes, always yes. been racism, but, like, just the rise and the sort of normalization of it in a lot of places that's disgusting but yeah yeah and that's the great thing about them is they're willing to talk about that and you know one of them is uh a gay asian man Mm -hmm. so that that allows them to have other perspectives than just you know so much of popular creators on the internet are white men and white women and you need more voices and that's one thing that they do well is they are a mostly white group but they have a lot of uh female and non-white employees that they give voices to yeah as well and i think you know a big part of having a platform is being able to raise other people up with you and they seem to be all about that and i appreciate yeah. that yeah also but i i don't know if i maybe i could be confusing this but the um the asian member is i, I think they actually might be non-binary no no they're, okay, he's, he's I think I can. Okay, I think I confused back then. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah. I I think they're like a really charming bunch of dudes, and and um, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I like that. I like that they're not, you know, systematic and and part of any system. They're kind of just doing their own thing. I, I'd like to check out more of their videos. I recommend it. Yeah. Putting it right there on on um, the podcast. Just um, you know, if you want a good time. If you want to watch a bunch of dudes try archery, or always, <laughs> or, 
at one point there's a video where they go to Australia and they eat a bunch of meat. Like, just, <laughs> they're the try guys. They have to try things. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh man. No, yeah, yeah. That's their quality. That sounds good. It sounds good. Yeah. Um, for me, as far as uh, YouTube goes, I've only really like um like recently I've been into this channel called The Vile Eye. Mm-hmm. which is uh i think it's a fairly recent channel because the the guy doesn't have that many videos like maybe a little more than a handful of videos but um he does uh he bases all of his uh all of his episodes fully kind of analyzing the pathology and psychopathy of villains or mm-hmm. bad people in in tv shows and uh in, in movies like he does lou bloom from nightcrawler he does uh alex delarge from uh from uh, a clockwork orange he does american psycho and he kind of he does you know the joker he does uh i think he, he did calvin candy from yeah that's from his Django. most recent uh video yeah calvin candy he does hans landa from uh inglorious uh, bastards it's a it's a very very interesting uh channel that i kind of just rabbit hold because it started with like the Lou Bloom video kind of popped up on my feed. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this sounds really interesting. I'm a huge Nightcrawler fan, but uh, this sounds interesting. So I want to yeah. see what he has to say. And it's so like enthralling. And it's like, holy shit, this guy's a lot more evil than I thought, you know? Oh, there's an episode on uh, Tetsuo from Akira. I'm yes, save yes. that for later. He does, yeah, he does uh, video game characters. He's done two or three Star Wars characters. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a really interesting channel. I really Frollo suggest. from the Hunchback in Notre Dame. Oh, this guy's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's he's not, like he's he not also... just doing like basic stuff. No, no, no. That's just it. Like he he does he tries to touch on mm-hmm. like different um different uh like Genres, uh, avenues. Mediums, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's really really interesting. Um, yeah. So that's that's pretty much that's one of the channels. And you. Uh, I'll also say uh, I've been watching a lot of videos by uh, Laron Reedus. Never, I don't think I've ever heard of them. He, uh, he makes a he makes video essay type stuff. Uh, his his main series he calls it Reedus One Hundred and One, and it's you know it's video essays. It's talking about different subjects in film and television, and he, he's just very smart. Nice. Like, I... you can tell that he puts a lot of work into the conceptualizing of his videos. He okay. has a recurring series that I'm a big fan of called A Proper Movie Trilogy. Mm. Because the con- the concept of a of a proper trilogy is in in the way he describes it is there should be an aspect in the first film that is a thread that becomes a, a major part of the third film. Ah, yes. Okay, and okay. film trilogies don't always do that. So what he'll do is he'll take a, a film trilogy and he will propose one or two changes that would sort of unify the movies into a more cohesive whole. Co- cohesive whole. Yeah. And they're really good. Like if you want to give him a try, I would start with those because they're really interesting. Elron Leedis, is that what you said? Laron Reedus. Laron Reedus. Yeah, yeah. Send me that name because that sounds really yep. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds really I'll, cool. I'll send you a link to one of his videos. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's quite good. Uh, he did some really uh, nice, interesting, thoughtful videos for Pride Month. Oh, cool! That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, wow, uh, he's a yeah. he's a good creator. I I'm newer to his content, and I'm really mm -hmm. enjoying it. Nice, nice. Um, that's awesome. Uh, a, a big uh, and uh, this is for. Uh, this is for uh, a lot of true crime, true crime fans out there. Um, my fiance is a massive, massive fan of the channel JCS or JCS. Um, I think it's something like that. JCS. Um, I, I'm sure if you type that in, you're gonna get what I'm gonna be talking about. And it's uh, this guy does like um, he does like I found it up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, he his videos last up to they could literally stretch up into an hour and a half, and he just fully dissects uh, not only like um, the criminal, but the entire crime scene attached. But he also mm -hmm. like he he just he goes into like fully goes into the interrogation. This video here that came up when I looked up the channel is over two hours long. There you go. You see, but that, that, that's just it. Like because his his material is so long, he doesn't post that much. Like he'll post like a new video every like two months, you know. But mm -hmm. it's because like you watch one of his videos. This guy does a monsoon's worth of research, and you can tell like this guy knows exactly what he's talking about. He t he delves into the psychology of the criminal. He dissects the interrogation how the, the 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 interrogators approach uh the criminal and how they they question him how they act towards him how they respond it's brilliant man and she got me into this channel and mm -hmm. um and so basically like she'll like every time this guy puts out a new video she'll kind of like uh, bookmark it and we watch it together but i think she used to watch them i don't know if we discovered it together or she discovered it on her own but She's a massive fan of his and she got me into his material. Mm -hmm. It's really good. It's really, really good. I, I admire the hell out of creators who can just sort of scroll themselves away on something like YouTube where the algorithm wants regular content produced to really promote it. Yeah. And then there are creators like this person or I've watched uh, some videos by uh, H-Bomber guy where it's just like, oh, I'm just going to disappear for a while and then I'm going to come back like every couple of months, every three to six months with an hour plus long video on a topic. Yeah, but I love that. It's like, I yo, take as much time as you need, but like, like just make sure your shit's good. Like do like make it the best you can. I'm going to be there. Like, I'm not going to just like leave because you're not putting out every fucking day. Like, yeah. I love that. Like, that's why like JCS, it's like, he doesn't put out a lot of videos like frequently. So whatever we go back, may make my, my fiance has rewatched so many of his, of his videos because they're, they're endlessly interesting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And And that's why it's great that stuff like, patreon has come about so that way people who you know want to create content like this can do so and still be financially stable yeah 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 it's it's good because it still provides them uh um 
the uh, resources they need to mm-hmm. create still, you know? Exactly. And they get back to the fans. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, anyways, so. I have one last piece of internet content that I've been consuming. Shit. Uh, it's it's on a Twitch channel. It's a oh okay actual play show. I've never actually watched it on Twitch because it was uh, they've been on hiatus because of the pandemic. Oh oh yeah okay yeah it's a it's an actual play RPG by the channel uh, Hyper RPG. Okay. Uh, it's called Kolok nineteen ninety one. Okay, and it's, it's like a they all get together. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, a, that's why they yeah, couldn't, a, yeah. Yeah, it's a tabletop RPG. That's why they haven't been able to get together because of COVID. And... Makes sense. But it is fantastic. Oh, wow. Like, uh, you, know, you know me, I'm a big fan of tabletop games. Yeah. Role-playing games and whatnot. And D&D, and just, yeah. 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 Not just D&D. Like, I, like no, 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 but like the popular, D&D. but like, yeah. yeah. Tabletop, yeah. Yeah. But they actually, they use a, a modified version of the Kids on Bikes role-playing system. Oh, okay. Which I think is a fantastically designed game system. I could get into that, but I don't think the people who listen to our show want to hear me talk about the subtle nuances of RPG game design. <laughs> we'll tackle it in an episode. <laughs> <laughs> but like it, it's it's great. the The idea of the the game system, kids on bikes, is emulating the type of stories you could tell. In stuff like Stranger Things or E.T., The Goonies, that kind of stuff. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like just, yeah. Exactly. It, it's exactly what the name says. It's kids on bikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and in Kolok 1991, uh, the the game master has designed this system built around it because they get donations from the audience as they as they play mm-hmm. to give the characters resources so that way they can use they have superpowers oh wow that's so yeah. cool that's so cool yeah but his storytelling influence his major storytelling influence as a creator is a combination of david lynch and oh, man the name slips my mind what did he do maybe i can help uh it's a japanese manga writer who writes horror manga Junji Ito. Junji Ito, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, so he's super influenced by those two creators, and you get that, and you get the, you know, spontaneity and improv of of the players who a lot of them come from a comedic storytelling background, and then you combine it with the randomness afforded to uh, the game by the audience interaction, and you just get this weird dark but funny but weird surreal yeah, yeah. and and they pl- like you know most rpgs like that people stream because actual plays are a big thing now yeah. i watch a bunch of them i could go off on that i made a video on that did not do that well but you know that's fine it doesn't matter you had fun making it people <laughs> exactly. watch it Who gives a shit yeah but yeah uh the stuff that they do visually because they will go full surrealism where they will cut to images and they will have voiceovers done narrated by the game master to go with them to really enhance things nice. you know there there are scenes where they they go to this weird other dimension thing 
and all the all the people there don't have faces. So when That's it cuts, terrifying. when the camera cuts to the game master when he's uh, doing this stuff, he has a blank face. Okay. Yeah. They they visually feel. just blanked out his face. Jeez. It's really it's really cool and like it, they're really pushing what you can do in live streamed content in so cool. fantastic ways and what you can do with storytelling on the on the Twitch platform. It's fantastic. I am a big fan of it. Wow. They, they just do weird things. It's great. Yeah. I think if you were to watch an actual play game, you would want to watch this because it yeah, would be more probably. up your alley than, you know, a Critical Role or Dimension 20 Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Like, I think this would be more your speed as a audience member. I, yeah, it definitely sounds like that. And I, 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 I would love to check that out. I would love to check it out. It's all on YouTube. That's where I found it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. And eventually they'll make a season three. Okay, cool. cool. That's, a, that's a plan of theirs. Awesome, man. Shit, that sounds good. Okay, so I think that I think that wraps wraps up our volume That's my one, list. yeah, <laughs> volume one of our recaps because mm-hmm. we, I really think we should kind of do this periodically. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's hard to talk about everything, so I think we should just dedicate episodes that we're just like, mm-hmm. hey, by the way, I watched this. Yeah, it's cool. Check it out. You know, <laughs> like we try to do that every week. Yeah. Like, oh, what else have you been checking out? But, you know, it's easy to forget things. Yeah. Every time we record, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I've been watching something. Or oh, I've yeah. been listening to something. There you go, man, you know? So, yeah, uh, we really hope you guys enjoyed this. And uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on any of the stuff that we mentioned. Maybe you are a fan of uh, any of the, the movies, TV shows that we mentioned, books we mentioned. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, like I said, uh, like we mentioned, we're going to, we'd love to do a volume two of this because mm-hmm. uh, Norton and I are heavy consumers of uh, entertainment. We love it. Yeah. We made a podcast about it, obviously. <laughs> so yeah, um, with that all out of the way, um, should I sign us out? Yes, you should. Oh my God. Okay. So again, thank you all for listening and tuning in as always. You could go check out the mighty Greg Norton on YouTube. He puts out videos every, goddamn, and I always forget, every Thursday? Every sec- second Thursday. Every second Thursday. I've been a, on a hiatus because I moved. You know, that makes perfect sense. So don't get up his butt, okay? Mm-hmm. Just go rewatch his other stuff if you're waiting for new videos. Come on, go support him. He's awesome. Uh, the Greg Norton on YouTube. Also, the Greg Norton on Twitter. He has a Twitter, so go tweet, go tweet him. Uh, you can also um, you can also communicate with us on Twitter at the the podcast. Sorry, at Pop Culture <laughs> to Do. Uh, we'd love to hear what you got to say. We what we love. Uh, we want to build a community. You know, just talk about all the stuff that we love. Uh, we also have an email, popculturetodo at gmail.com. Please talk to us. Um, and uh yeah so go support him go check out his videos please he does amazing content uh and i put out some art you know i got it i got an instagram uh anthony with teeth um go check me out you know i do some cool stuff i mean i think yeah you do uh and uh i'm i'm you know i sometimes i'm illustrating and writing a graphic novel titled the woods uh, I kind of I put little tidbits of information on on my progress 
uh, on the stories on Instagram. So if uh, if you're interested, if you like graphic novels like we touched on in this episode, then visit me. I want to hear what you got to say. I want friends. Talk to me. Come on. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. man. I, lo- I, lost a- I lost a lot of friends during this pandemic due to, uh, you know, you know, you can't keep up with everyone. So it's, why it's don't hard, you guys replace hard. them by yeah. following us on socials? Replace them. Uh. Yes, but seriously, we always love talking. Me and Norton, we love talking about entertainment, movies, TV, anything, books, you know. So come on, seriously, talk to us. We'll, we'll listen. We'll talk back. We're not going to talk back to you, but we're going to communicate with you. Reply. We love you, you know. So uh, thank you all for listening. And we'll check you out on the next episode. Keep it squeezy. Have a good one.